Welcome today to the Extra Point Podcast. I'm Todd Stiles, one of the pastors at First Family Church, and I'm really glad you've joined us. As you know, the Extra Point Podcast is designed to bring additional material or insight um, to Sunday's message that was preached just last Sunday. And so that's what this is all about. It's aimed at our First Family Church. We welcome anyone who wants to listen, but it does kind of have the assumption that you've listened to Sunday's message and that this will add to your understanding of the passage that we looked at. And this week we are going to bring some bonus material uh, to 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 understanding Ephesians chapter 1 verse 1. Now as you know we've been in a new series for about two weeks on Ephesians chapters 1 through 3 especially using the lens of the two words in Christ. Our new series is called Union with Christ. The Uh, incredible doctrine you've probably never heard much about. Uh, We are looking at the instances in which Paul uses the two words in Christ and all the theology and doctrine that those uh, instances teach us. And this first one, of course, does arise in verse 1 in which he calls the recipients of all the blessings in verses 3 to 14. He calls them saints and faithful in Christ. And so we're asking ourselves, you know, what exactly does that mean? And I told you Sunday that I believe it's a it's a synonymous term, or I should say perhaps it's one group and the terms are synonymous. So when he says that all the blessings of chapter 1, verses 3 through 14, they're for the saints, he's also saying they're for the faithful. And both the saints and the faithful, they are in Christ. And as I explained to you, I believe this because it is one article and yet two nouns. And so I think the word faithful acts as an appositive for the word saints. So I hold to the view that it's one group with synonymous terms there. However, as I told you in the message, there are other views related to this. And so I want to kind of go over those with you. so You can be aware of those and just help you understand more about this verse. The first of the different views would, would see the word faithful as an adjective. And so they would say uh, that the the epistle is written to the faithful saints. Uh, this would be more of a modifier as an, instead of an positive, as I see it. Uh, the Christian Standard Bible uses this approach, and so they say faithful there is describing the saints in a modifying type of way. A second view would see the word faithful in terms of a verb. So while I would call the first group a descriptive group, this would be one who sees the group as an active group, they would translate it like this, those who have put their faith in Jesus, or perhaps even this translation, those who are faithful because of Jesus, or even yet another translation, some would say they are the faithful followers of Jesus. In either situation, um, they tend to see this word more like a verb, that you put your faith in and that Jesus there, or even the phrase in Christ, would be the object of your faith. A third way to view this um, verse, and I should say these recipients, is very intriguing. And to be frank with you, I, I can see how they arrive here pretty, pretty clearly, and I hope I can explain this well to you. They see the word saints and the word faithful as two groups. So let me pause here and just explain this again. I see the terms as one synonymous group, another view would see them as one descriptive group, and yet another would see it as one active group. Depends on if you see it as a noun, as an adjective, or a verb. 
But in this fourth view, so to speak, they see these words as indicating two separate groups. Now, maybe you're wondering, well, who are those separate groups? Uh, Many commentators see the word saints as referring to Jews and the word faithful as referring to Gentiles. And they draw this from the from the pronouns that are used throughout verses 3 through 14. In fact, before verse 13, Paul uses the pronoun we and the pronoun us often, referring, they believe, to the saints, the Jews. And then when he gets to verse 13, he says, in him you also. He uses the pronoun you, and he's referring there to the Gentiles. Uh, they would say, and so they would refer that to the term faithful. So there are those who believe this simple phrase in verse 1, to the saints in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ, is a reference to the two groups which which comprised the early church, Jews and Gentiles. Now this does hold some um, credibility in the sense that as you get into chapter 1 and chapter 2, you find that Paul discusses at um, in a rather lengthy way, the reconciliation that occurs between Jew and Gentile in the church in Christ. If you add to that his use of the different pronouns, uh, we and us, verses 1 through 12, and then the pronoun you beginning in verse 13, you can begin to understand why some see that there may be two groups in view in verse 1, saying that there are both Jew and Gentile in view when it comes to the benefits received from being in Christ. So before I try to explain why I don't think that's the best view, let me just review for you quickly the four different ways to see verse 1 and its uh, identification of the people to whom Ephesians was written, the people that receive all these great privileges and benefits listed in 3 through 14. There's first of all the the synonymous group view, that the terms refer to the same people just in different ways. There's the descriptive group view, which says that faithful is a modifier of the word saints. It's still one group, of course. Then there's the uh, active group view, which sees faith as a verb. And then there's the two-group view, which sees saints as referring to Jews and faithful as referring to Gentiles. Maybe you're wondering, well, Todd, why do you hold to the synonymous group view as you explained Sunday? Uh, Why is that your view? I I think uh, it's pretty simple to understand why I hold to it as opposed to the descriptive one group view or the active one group views, because the word faithful is not an adjective and is not a verb. It is actually a noun. Remember, it's one article and two nouns. And so I think that eliminates those two. But then you may wonder, well, Todd, why do you not see this as two groups, uh, Jews and Gentiles? Here's why. I think the reason Paul changes the use of pronouns in verse 13 is because prior to verse 13, verses 1 through 12, he is thinking of those uh, that are with him when he's writing this letter. Now, maybe they're not with him physically presently, but Paul did have a team of people Uh, He traveled with others. Uh, There were those who supported him financially. Uh, And so I think Paul's referring to those people in his mind when he thinks about um, who who, um, were initially with him, who were benefits of all these great blessings of being in Christ. 
And so when he changes pronouns in verse 13, he's now thinking of those who will read this letter, perhaps in Ephesus or perhaps in other cities where the letter would circulate. In other words, I don't think Paul has in mind ethnicity as much as he does proximity. And in his mind, whether they were with him or not with him at the moment, whether they were in Ephesus or whether they were with him where he was writing from, they were saints. They were the faithful ones. And those were both possible because they were in Christ. So I see it as one group uh, described or identified by two synonymous terms, saints and faithful, and each is only possible because they are in Christ. And whether they were with Paul in person or simply reading this letter that Paul would write to them later, all the beautiful benefits of verses 3 through 14 are available to them because they are faithful, because they are the saints, because they are in Christ. Well, I sure hope that's given you some extra insight, uh, broadened your knowledge a bit, and made you appreciate even more uh, God's Word given to us uh, for our growth, our learning, and of course for our obedience. Thanks for tuning in today. I'll talk to you next week on the Extra Point Podcast.